This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. This podcast is sponsored by listeners just like you. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C Story.com. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. This is a story that was told by the Belzer Rebbe himself. The rabbi of Belz, Rabbi Aaron Rokeach, and his brother, Mordechai, the rabbi of Birgori, were smuggled out of the Bochnia ghetto in 1943, in the middle of World War II during the Holocaust. The Hasidim were able to find a Hungarian officer in the army who was highly ranked, and who had a warm place in his heart for Jews. He was paid very nicely for doing this job, but he also did it because he heard that the two rabbis were very holy men, and being a religious man himself, he wanted to be able to help the Jewish people and the rabbis and make some money. The plan was to work like this. A high-ranking Hungarian officer would be traveling in the official service of the Hungarian army, and his mission would be to bring back to Hungary, from Poland, two very important Russian generals who had been captured in the war that were going to be brought to Hungary for interrogation. And these two captured generals were the Belzerebi and his brother, Reb Mordechai. So the Hungarian officer, he did all of the necessary arrangements, making sure they would be able to get through all the checkpoints both in Poland and Hungary. He had all of the forged documents Everything was in perfect order, and there were even different license plates for his car that he would exchange along the way, just in case somebody was tracking them. And it was only after the two Rebbies had come to his car that the Hungarian officer realized that he'd forgotten to bring Russian army uniforms for the so-called generals. But at this point, it was too late to go back. There was nothing to be done. And so the Hungarian officer, he figured, if I just behave in a confident way, I don't think there's going to be any problems. And after months of preparation, the journey began. It started first with the escape of the two Rebbies from the Bochnia ghetto. And there were many bold and heroic deeds that had to take place in order for the Rebbies to leave, including two Hasidim that played the role of the Rebbies for a few days so that the Nazis, Yamach Shamam, wouldn't notice that the Rebbies had disappeared. And now the two generals, that is, the Rebbies, were sitting in the back seat of an official Hungarian officer's army car. And the Hungarian officer was driving from one checkpoint to the next. The two gentlemen sitting in the back looked nothing like the Rebbies that everybody had recognized because they had cut off their payas and shaved their beards, put on secular clothes, nothing to identify them as a Jew. As the Hungarian officer passed each checkpoint, he became more and more confident. And at some point, he even started singing out loud Hungarian songs. At one point during the journey, he felt so confident that things were going to work out just fine. He parked the car next to a tavern and went inside and had a few drinks while he left the two Rebbe sitting in the car. And when he came out an hour later, 
He kept walking around the parking lot, but he couldn't find the car. He started to panic. He thought maybe somebody had found the Rebbies and captured them and taken the car. But then he realized the car was in the exact same spot that he had left it before. But it was covered in a heavy cloud that had miraculously come down just where the car was. And when the Hungarian officer realized that this was clearly divine intervention to keep the Rebbies protected so that nobody would see them, he crossed himself and thanked God for letting him be the messenger for these two special Jews. Finally, after traveling for a long time, they reached the Hungarian border. And the Hungarian officer was relieved because he had finally gone through all of the Polish checkpoints, and now he was back home in Hungary. And this was the last step of the dangerous journey. And the Hungarian officer was in a very good mood. Besides the drinking he had done before, he felt very confident and very secure being back home. Just before they had reached the checkpoint, he stopped the car and changed the license plates. and took the old ones and went into a nearby potato field where he dug a hole and buried them deep in the ground. When they got to the first major checkpoint in Hungary, the officer didn't think there were going to be any problems at all. He stops the car and he shows all the papers to the young border guard. The guard looks at the pictures and the documents and then carefully looks at the two passengers in the back seat. And then he checks their names against the list And he looks at the Hungarian officer and he said, Sorry, sir, I can't let you through. I don't have any orders from my superiors to expect the arrival of two Russian generals. The Hungarian officer, he knew that the only way he was going to get out of this was to act as if. So he said with a great deal of confidence, Go check with your superior officer. Everything here is in order. And they're waiting at headquarters for these two generals to arrive. Now you make sure they're not delayed because of you. So the young soldier was a little worried. He runs quickly to bring his superior officer. And the superior officer shows up and he apologizes to the Hungarian officer. And he said, I'm sorry, sir, but you can see here on the list, we have no instructions about any captured Russian generals. And then the superior officer, he looks at the two Rebbies in the back and he opens the window. And he says, gentlemen, please. Where are your uniforms? If you're actually Russian generals captured in a war, you should be wearing your uniforms and not suits. Something seems a little strange here. And then he said to the Russian generals, how come you're not answering me? But the Hungarian officer, he was very quick. And he said they're under strict orders to speak with no one until they get to headquarters where they'll be interrogated. And then the Hungarian officer, he continued speaking in a confident tone. He said, how long are we supposed to wait here at this godforsaken place? I have strict orders to be at headquarters, and we're already late, because of you two. In his mind, the Hungarian officer was trying to figure out what to do, and how this had gone wrong. He had paid everyone in advance, he had cleared everything in advance, there shouldn't have been any problem here. And what was he going to do now? And then, out of the blue, there was a mist. And three Hungarian generals, mounted on huge, beautiful horses slowly approached the checkpoint. They came over to the border guards, both the junior officer and the superior officer, and they told them very clearly to let the captive generals through, that it's true, 
that someone is waiting for them at headquarters and they're already late. Right away, the superior officer snaps to attention. He salutes the three generals on the horses and orders the younger soldier to open the border and let the car through. And as the car crosses the border, the three mounted Hungarian generals on the horses sat at attention on their horses and saluted the two generals, that is the two rebbies that were in the back of the car. And once the car had driven 20 minutes or so, the Hungarian officer, who was shocked out of his mind, he said to the two rebbies, I know all of the high officers in the Hungarian army, and I have to tell you, I have never seen those three generals who came to rescue us at the border. I have no idea who they are. And then Reb Mordechai, he said, we know who they are. They were our father, Rabbi Yesachar Dov Ber, who died in 1927, our grandfather, Rabbi Yehoshua, who died in 1894, and our great-grandfather, Rabbi Shalom, the seraph, who died in 1855. And they are all top-ranking generals in the army of a Kadosh Baruch Hu. And when the Hungarian officer heard this, he crossed himself again, thanked God, and realized that the two Rebbes who had been traveling with him were really great holy men.